Hola, and welcome to Word to Your Mama, the podcast that amplifies diverse voices and celebrates shared experiences. Hosted by me, Ritzy P, a Latina creative entrepreneur with a background in art, music, and new web technologies. From Academy Award and Emmy winners to talented healers, passionate activists, innovative artists, and visionary builders, Word to Your Mama attracts a grip of dope individuals who embody the rich diversity of my multicultural tribe. There will be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Is there a chance this podcast could be explicit? Please believe it. Word to Your Mama drops every Monday. Today we have Josh Loera civil engineer turned artist, Mexican-American from Indiana. And I point out to him that Omar Apollo is also from Indiana. And I introduce him to the music. In this episode, he discusses how Mexicans even arrived to Indiana. And he also talks about what he has learned from the pivot from being a civil engineer to visual artist full time. Why him and his amazing partner, Cristina, moved to Guatemala. What it means to embrace all parts of his identity experiences and why he was inspired to create comics that reflect Mesoamerican mythologies and so much more. We also get into how we even met. It was Web3 that brought us together. But, you know, Josh has always been an amazing supporter from the moment we met and he found out about the podcast. I will be sharing definitely on social media his comics, but also the illustration that he made, so kindly made, of the supernatural bear and I. I'm a wolf. Supernatural bear is a bear. It's It really embodies our personalities, and we love it, and it was such an amazing surprise. He also gave us a hard copy of it. I mean, you know, just when you meet incredible people that support you because they see what you're doing. It's a beautiful thing. And we recorded this back in July. And because of the schedule, it's finally coming out. And I'm I'm super excited for you guys to hear his story. And then for the Supernatural Bear Corner, as you know, he has retired, but we're going to keep honoring him by putting, leaving it in. But in this episode, I get the honor of replaying when the Supernatural Bear does a review of the amazing comic that Josh put together. So, yes, don't forget after this, you'll hear the Supernatural Bear Corner, and then we'll get into an outro. Let's get into this. <laughs> so, so Josh, this is a long time coming as well. Um, I just recorded yesterday with someone that I've been wanting to have on for a long time. So this is a long time coming. Thank you so much for being here today. And Thanks for having me. Let's just start off. How are you doing? Como estas? I'm good. I'm good. I am, um, you know, busy with work, a lot of different kind of work that I'm doing right now, but also we're ramping up to move back to the States soon. So that's been exciting. Nice. Cause, and remind me, you're in Guatemala. Uh, Guatemala. See, si. that's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's how exciting. So, how's it been over there? It's been amazing. I I love Guatemala. I can't I can't promote it enough to people. Uh, yeah, people don't really know enough about it, and right. and it's kind of a black hole as far as information goes. And and it was for me before I came. But it's a beautiful country, a lot to do, and so if it, and a, a great place to vacation if you're on a budget, but also if you're looking for something rich with like cultural experience, but also really cool like outdoorsy stuff, just across the board. It's dope. I've been seeing some of the videos and some of the photos and I was just like, wow. So I didn't know that you lived there. I didn't know that you, you know, so how long have you been there? Uh, Just a little over two and a half years now. Oh, shit. When we yeah. met, you uh-huh. were there? Mm-hmm. No, Sabia, I had no idea. <laughs> no idea. For some yeah. reason, in my brain, maybe because uh-huh. how we met, um, I thought you were like in the Bay or something this entire oh. time. And I was like, oh, he's visiting. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that he's still there. Oh, that's amazing. Had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. I I probably wouldn't, 
I don't know. I probably didn't even belong in that room that we met in because it just came up on my Twitter uh, feed and it was like Latinos in like uh, in Web3. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like I can't meet a whole lot of people out here in the, you know, Web3 field. So I was like, I, I tried jumping into whatever like rooms I could. And so I jumped into this one and it was like all L.A. people. And I was like, OK, whatever. I mean, I'll take it. And it wasn't. It was like people from all over. And oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. And there was like Bay Area people. And I think the majority was Bay Area people. There was some East Coast. And I think someone from, she was someplace else. I think she yeah. was in our group. I think she was someplace else. And that's why I was like, oh, he must be Bay Area. So I just assumed. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, he's traveling. Maybe he's like a digital nomad now with, you know, how he's changed, uh-huh. uh, you know, pivoted and stuff. That's crazy. See, learn something yeah. new every day. Um, yeah. So, you know, I just, where are you born and raised? Are you Guatemalteco or is that the reason why? Or are you just, no, it's just, a, Took you it's there. a, yeah, it's a bit, it's an interesting journey. I'm, I'm Mexican. Oh. Uh, I was born and raised in Indiana. Well, well, there's uh, another story right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> and then, yeah, and I spent, I graduated from Purdue out there and then went to uh, Houston Spent five years out there with my girlfriend and then she got the opportunity to get, she got a job out here in Guatemala and oh. I was like, Yo, you, you want to go? And I was like, yeah. So here I am. That's amazing. Oh, you know what? Houston. That And then I was like, oh, maybe he's from Houston because I remember like your, I think your newsletters or somewhere it uh-huh. said that you're Houston. So I was like, oh, he's, he's just visiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, especially on my LinkedIn, I have it like Houston and like I have an Upwork profile that has Houston on it. It's just it's better for like uh, like news and job opportunities and stuff like right. that. If you're not, you know, if you don't say Guatemala, because then they'll be like, oh, we can't hire you because you're not an American citizen. They jump to that, you know? Yeah. Or they're like, oh, we can hire him, but like, let's give him like a super low rate. Cause that's still making like, you know how, yeah, we know how yeah. that is. We know how mm-hmm. that goes. Um, so are you first gen Mexicano? Yep. Yep. I'm first gen. I, the, yeah, the, the, the question is always like, how did you, how are you uh, from Indiana and how are Mexicans over there? Um, We're everywhere, but- man. I know. <laughs> I know, right? And that's 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 really the it we're everywhere and um yeah, my uh my grandfather came uh to Indiana for the steel mills. Uh-huh. So my mom was born in Mexico, came out real young, uh like 6 or 8 years old and I I'm pretty sure it was like due to the to the lack of like workforce in the US, you know, based on like the wars we were in at the time. Um, and then my dad was, uh, was, uh, um, came much later. He, he came when he was like 18, 19, he's from Ciudad Juarez and, you know, worked in, you know, whatever he could out there, he worked in farms. He, he's, he's now retired, but he, he worked himself up to a, like a real nice career. So, um, so yeah, that's how I ended up in Indiana. You know who else? I was like, oh, yeah, you know how I know there's Mexicans in Indiana? Omar Apollo. Uh-huh. I don't know. Him. He's a singer, famous singer. Oh, okay. And 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 I remember when, you know, when I when he first came on the scene a couple of years ago and, and I uh, was like, oh, who, who's this? I really like his music. I was like, oh, it's Mexicano. And I was like, where is he from? And it's Indiana. Right. And he was uh-huh. first gen. And I was like, oh, I was like, we were everywhere, man. And then now you're the yeah. second one. So Omar Apollo. And Josh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to look him up. <laughs> oh, my God. You'll love... I don't know what music you're into. You'll love his music. And he also sure. does, like, English, Spanish. He's one of the last concerts I saw uh, before the pandemic hit. Oh, and cool. he's younger. Like, I could be his... Literally can be his mom. So I went with my niece, um, who had just started UCLA. And it was so... I looked like I was chaperoning her, but I was a fan. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I had it in. So I wasn't just as creepy old lady at the yeah. at the concert it was it was amazing you would love i think you would love him and he also sings some songs are all english some are in spanish and then he sings some songs in spanish i'll you know what i'm gonna send you and i'll put in the show notes también his tiny desk oh hell yeah yeah, yeah. I'll send yeah i'm always looking for new music and that, and especially like latin music i love latin music it says he's from hobart indiana no you know? shit 
Are you from Hobart, Indiana? Yes. Uh, maybe you know his parents. <laughs> that's that's so. Cr- I mean, it makes a lot of sense because like the steel mill is like right there by by uh, it's in it's in Gary, Indiana, right? And uh, then all the surrounding you've cities. Heard of so Gary, you, Indiana. Yeah, uh, Michael Jackson's from there, right? And so like, there's Hammond. That's where I was. Te- I was actually born, and I I was grew up. A lot there. There's a lot of Mexicans there, but Hobart's becoming even more Mexican. When I grew up, it was more, uh, more white. But that's so funny that he's from Hobart. I got to see how how how. I, and I say it Hobart. That's how they teach you to say it when you live there. But it's uh, spelled Hobart. Ah, uh, um, I was like, anyway. oh shit, did I misread? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because when I go Hobart, you, like you're saying it fast, like Hobart, Hobart, yeah, Hobart. I don't know. Got it. I'm. I could say Hobart fast too, but I I moved there and I kept saying Hobart, Hobart, and they're like, that's not how we say it. So, like, I don't, I'm like, right, <laughs> yeah, Hobart. he's 26. And how old are you, Josh? 32 this year. I'm turning 32 this year. It's 31. 31. Yeah. yeah so he's, he's only, he's not, he's not too far. Like, Shit, oh my I'm God. I'm so excited for you to discover. <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, his, his mom or his Thea knows that I'm sure. Like, right? Like, we oh, all, yeah. we're like, we always do. Oh, uh-huh. uh, that's exciting. Oh my God. I'm, okay. That's so cool. I'm going to send you a tiny desk. I, and I know this is, we're recording and stuff, but I'm going to leave this in because I love nerding out about music because there's a lot of us from my generation, Gen X, that mm-hmm. they're like, no, I don't like anything new. I'll just listen to my old shit. And da, da. No, no, no. Not I. Not I. You know, I nice. come from the music industry. Music is like one of my saviors. So I'm always looking for new music, right? So. Same. I, 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 I talked to my godson and my niece and, you know, now have other, you know, nieces and nephews. And I'm just like, we, we exchange music all the time. I turn them on to shit. They turn me on to shit. They ask me about old stuff because they know that everything's, you know, from something else and they want to know the history. And I'm like, oh my God. So I like making playlists. I was like, what do you need? Like, they're like, Thea, can you, do- got you. Like, Make a playlist like, oh, you want to know the history of this rock? Got you a playlist. So I'm so excited to do this for you. I'm going to send you the tiny desk and I'm going to send you um, I'll make a little playlist of like our favorites. And that's me and this and the Supernatural Bear. Like we played them heavy, especially during the pandemic. So sometimes I'll be like, Mijo, what do you want to listen to? You guys like, can you put put a little Omar Apollo radio? Yeah, for sure. So um, that's great. I'm excited. You have to let us know. What happens? Like, yeah, I totally know his mom and his dad or, you know, his Thea or whatever. This Heck is yeah. exciting. This is Definitely. exciting. Okay, let's get back to you, Josh. Let, let, I digress. Um, so from what, from, what has it been? Two years now that we, a year, two years? Something like that. Time is so weird right now. But it's right. Uh, nearly two years, if not, uh, you know, a little more than one, something like that. Yeah, so we're in the year, year and a half. Right. Cause mm-hmm. it, yeah. So we met, as you mentioned, touch upon briefly, we met at a, it was a, it was a, like a zoom. I forgot who put it together. Um, they're, they're not even active in the space anymore, but the people that were in it, some of the people I still talk to, like the, uh, two of the learn guys from learn, um, dot IO love them. And then, and then we, we, it was a big zoom. It was like Latinos and web three. And then we were in breakout rooms and so you were in the breakout room. And from what I remember, you were pivoting or you had just pivoted to becoming an artist, but you were weren't a developer or where were you before? Um, I was I was uh, in the civil engineering industry. Engineering. That's yeah. So, yeah, engineering is such a like broad word. So, yeah, I, I could have said engineer and you, I mean, that's there's developers that are engineers and it's just but yeah no i was in the civil engineering industry uh in technical sales before that that's crazy so when i had when we met in that zoom with latinos and web three were you had you already pivoted to art full-time or were you dabbling no that's when i i I had already pivoted it probably had been a good uh at least six months that i had already pivoted because the the move here was when I pivoted right so uh, I was working right up until the day that we moved to Guatemala and I was like well this is a good opportunity for me to try to to get this to figure out this art thing yeah so 
my question, which is amazing, and I, I you know, uh, we talk about it all the time the the nonlinear career paths here, and you know, I'm evident of that of all the different things that I've done. What have you learned, Josh, from pivoting? You know, I mean, engineering. I mean, is it a big stretch for those of us that are not knowing? Was it a big stretch for you? And what have you learned from the pivot? You know, it's it's interesting. What I'm learning is that a lot of people are a lot more diverse in like what they're interested in, what they can do than I kind of thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't known that um, engineering does sometimes translate to creativity. You know, there's a sense, there is a, a, a creative nature to engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that it operates for the most part in different fields can be less creative because they create these structures and these rules and, and for, for a good purpose because of safety and design. But, um, but a lot of the engineers I know are actually pretty creative. Um, uh, like one of the best musicians that I know is a chemical engineer and he has no interest in taking, well, based on what he tells me, doesn't seem to have any interest in taking the, the music full time, but he loves to learn about it. He gets better every time I see him and he's, he's talented. He can sing, play guitar. He, um, he's a piano DJs. Um, go ahead. No, I was like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Uh, he's amazing. Um, and so that I realized that that translates a lot, but you know, the, the, the act of like learning and finding out how, how a thing works, you know, I think translates, um, you know, I started out trying to like figure out, okay, how does one become an artist, uh, and, and that can sustain himself or support himself or, and, and I had created a comic book. Okay. How does one create a comic book? You know, what, where can I learn and how do I learn to do that? Um, you know, the, the, uh, web three, like what, what is an NFT? How does that work? You know, so learning, I think is the, the biggest thing, the biggest asset that I bring from, from like engineering, like how do things work and how do I learn how that works? Um, that's, that's one of the biggest assets, but otherwise, otherwise, I mean, I learned so much. Honestly, I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't, you need a couple hours for me to tell you all the (laughs) stuff I learned and, and how, what translates, but it's been, it's been quite an experience. Yeah, I think what you mentioned, um, there's a curiosity to all creatives, researchers, I mean, you know, and, and the creativity because there's a lot of trial and error, right? Uh, a lot of trial and error. Um, I'm fascinated by research of all kinds. And I just spoke to someone that that episode is going to be coming out. And that's, I think that's the common thread is the curiosity, Um the willing to 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 learn to do the research and learn. I want to I want to know more about this. Well, let me research and let me figure out how to. Especially with the the access that we have, right? Um, was there were you an engineer always dreaming to be a different type of creative, or how did that happen? What was the route where you're like, oh, I need to do this? Yeah, it was. It's it's interesting. The I, I grew up. Um, actually being really loving art and drawing. And I knew that from a young age. I, I even remember being very young and telling my parents that I wanted to be an illustrator and an author. And, um, you know, I all, but as, as time went on, I don't know, somewhere along the path, I've realized that I'm also pretty good at the math and science and stuff. And, and, you know, there was, I remember a point where we took like a, like a, it was like one of those competency like tests and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, based on your score, you can do this. And, you know, and, and like writer and artist came up on one side and then engineer like civil and all these other engineers came up on the other side. And then they were like, these are what they make on average. And I was oh. like, oh shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay. So at some point it, it became, it started becoming uh, the messaging that, you know, I need to be making money. I need to go into something that, that, that's stable. And, you know, I, I, you know, I got into engineering, I graduated. I, I remember I, I did struggle throughout college just, just with, not being able to do some something created, I re- I remember being very like 
specifically like, yo, I, I am, I'm really drained and I, and I would really love to just chill and draw right now. But, um, so yeah, it was, it was actually when I graduated and got a job in the engineering field as a technical sales engineer, which is, which was a cool job. I, I can't say that I hated the job. Um, it, it was, it was a nice job and I make good money, but my girlfriend is really like the one that grounds me in a lot of things. And she was, she noticed, she was like, you need to, you know, you need to get back into drawing. I, I, I can tell when you do it, like something changes and, mm-hmm. and, you know, something you, I could tell you feel better. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to set out time after work on the weekends to like, to draw, to like get back into this art thing, learn. And, and that's what I did. And so there was this point where at work I was like, okay, I want to move up. I want to get a a raise. I brought this up to my boss and he was like, well, to do that, I would want you to get this certificate, um, this uh, professional engineer's um, license. And to do that, you have to get this fundamentals of engineering license. And this would require hours and tons of time studying. And and so this would have taken away this, this lot of time I had now put away for my art. And so it became a decision. Like, do, do I want to move forward in this career or do I want to make sure I keep, I stay sane and, and keep this segment of time for my art. And I even had a, had a buddy that was on the same career path as me. And he was just like, let's do it. Let's, let's do our, let's do our, all the exams, let's study together. Let's spend, you know, let's hang out and study. And I was just like, no, (laughs) I'm just like, no, I can't do it, dude. I I don't want to do that. I, I found this, I finally found, I finally got back to this part of me that I have been kind of put to sleep for a long time after work and on the weekends finally. And I feel more sane and more myself than I have in, in years. I can't sacrifice that anymore. And I, and I didn't tell, I didn't say those exact words to my boss, but I was, I, I came back the next week after a weekend of reflecting. And and I was just like, no, I don't want to do that. And he's like, but you will make more money. I was like, I I don't want to No, I'm good here. I'm good at this stage. Then if you, that's what, if that's what it takes. And so eventually I got deeper and deeper, you know what I'm saying? I, I I got better and better. And I was like, that curiosity part, not only curious about what I could learn, like the art part or the like learning part, but curious about how far can I, can I take this? Because so far I haven't stopped getting better. And so how far can I take? And so a year before Christine got the job out here, I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to take this full time one day. I don't know when but I'm going to do it. And, um, and it was kind of a sign when she got the job here that I was like, all right, this is the time. Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including Good Looking Out, I'm down. Hell yeah, and please believe it. Benefits include patron shoutouts, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias. Many of us have heard of the devastating passing of Hurricane Fiona through Puerto Rico, but not many of us know of ways, or better yet, trustworthy ways to help and contribute to those in need. Fiona a Través de los Ojos de los Niños is an NFT project featuring art made by children of the nonprofit school Flor de Loto in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Through their drawings, they've expressed their feelings and fears which they went through the hurricane. You can help these children, their school, families, and communities by minting one of their NFTs at helppr.xyz. You can also help by sending crypto directly to their wallet listed on the website or do a donation through PayPal. The links can be found in the description. And to learn more about this initiative and how you can help, please visit helppr.xyz or via Twitter at helpprflm. Right. 
Shout outs to Christine, man. Like, <laughs> shout outs to her for 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 seeing you for who you are, right? Like really seeing you. And we need those types of partners, friends, you know, if we have any family members, any community members that see us a little bit more clearly than we see ourselves because we might be like pushing it down or, you know, whatever. And I'm so happy to hear, Josh, that you were able, she unlocked, she helped you to see that part of you and unlocked a little bit to where if you hadn't done that, you would have been on that track. We wouldn't be talking right now, mm-hmm. right? Or it would have mm-hmm. been much later. It would have been a different circumstance. But look, everything happened. If you look now, right? Everything happened for a reason. Oh, we're moving to to Guatemala. Like the, the, the cost of living is different. So you could, mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming you're like, I can take the sleep now. Right. Mm-hmm. And we'll be okay. She's mm-hmm. doing this. Da, 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 da. I mean, that's amazing. And I remember I'm going to have a link to sign up uh, on the show notes to your newsletter, which I love. And you're always support- so supportive of this. And, you know, you you drew us and it, there's more that I'm going to talk about when we get to the questions and comments from the audience. But one of the newsletters, uh, I think it was this year, you mentioned the intersection of like many things, right? So can you talk briefly about that? Like, what does that mean for you? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I think it has a lot to do with, um, you know, being a first generation, you know, like, and you talk about it where it's not like neither aquí or neither allá. It's we're like, we're, somos de los dos. We're, bro- we're from both places and we're right. this like, link between two different places and and two different things and it it translates so much for a lot of different things and um and now you know it's kind of like I'm I'm a link to to this part of the world for other people in the states like no one no one that I knew knows knows anything about Guatemala and we uh Christine just had some visitors from work and they're like, I had no idea that you could like, there was actually places to like vacation in Guatemala, but also like the culture out here. Um, it's 40% Mayan indigenous here. It's 40%. Like that's, that's not, no, there's nowhere in the States that is like that. And a lot of people think like the Mayans are disappeared, that they don't exist. All right. And, not to mention, you know, the other tribes and, or not tribes, but other people and up to the, to Mexico. So it's like, for me, the, the intersection of, I've decided not to, um, how do you say it? Like ignore or silence any part of me. It's like, I'm Mexican American, right? I'm not, I'm not from Mexico, but also I'm not just reg you know, whatever regular American is, you know, I'm, I know that I got brown skin. So I know that I'm indigenous. Uh, right. I have indigenous ancestry. So I'm not going to ignore that part because generations before us will ignore it. And if you say that you're, they're indigenous, even though they look like me or darker, they'll say, no, I'm, you know, my, I'm, we're Spanish, we're French. Right. <laughs> you got Castilian blood. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Stupid shit like that. Right. Yeah. And I was like, no, like there's, it's both. And, and like, I've decided not to be like, okay, I'm not an engineer anymore or, you know, I'm right. an artist now, you know, I am an, I have an engineer in me. I have those roots. I have, I, my, you know, my dad is kind of the same way, very technical, loves to work on a car, loves to build something, but also loves to draw and, and likes, you know, he's starting to learn, you know, to play guitar. So it's like, awesome. I don't, it's, it's kind of the, the Renaissance person situation, right. you know, and I, I even talk about how, uh, there was a, or like quote unquote, what we would call a Renaissance man uh, in, in the, um, pre-Hispanic times named, uh, and there's, he's like, people know about him in Mexico and there's even like a city type thing named after him. But in the States, no one really talks about him, but he was that he was a politician. He was a, he was a poet. He was a, a engineer an inventor, you know what I'm saying? So right. I, the intersection of all the things that make, make up myself, I'm sh- I'm starting to embrace all of it, you know? 
I love to hear that because that is where I've always been, but I feel like I'm embracing it now. I'm in this amazing masterclass with Wendy Amada that I'm going to have on uh, in the future. But it's like, you know, everyone, you know, especially because we need social media to do anything nowadays. If you're a brand, a company, whatever, it is like niche down. Da-da-da. And I was like, I can't, I do so many things. I want, I don't want to deny that. I want to embrace all that shit. Right. And I think where you and I align, I think a lot of us that I have on this uh, show in my tribe that align is that I'm, I always say I'm left and right brain. Yeah. I can compute and research and do all kinds of shit. Love building with my hands. Like I'm the one showing the supernatural bear. Um, you know, you know, we don't gotta pay all this money to do this stuff that they tell me at the mechanic. I can do it. Let me show you. Mm-hmm. This is how you tune it up. Da-da-da. Like, you know, like I-, I love all that stuff. And I don't want like you said, I don't wanna deny I- the history of who I am as we shouldn't as a people, right? Like you got to take the good and the bad. But for us as as professionals, we're creatives. And I think that instead of being like, oh, well, they don't know what they want to do. Well, you know what? I think we're stronger. We we bring more to the table because I can I can draw some shit. I can design some shit. But also I know how to market that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I know the, the different sides. So that makes me stronger. And I feel like more it makes us more valuable. So thank you for 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 sharing that with us that struggle but also you know the the solution you know the 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 evolution of that for you. So Josh let's get into the questions and comments from the audience. This is and I think this kind of goes into the what you touched upon earlier. So this question is what was your inspiration for getting into comics and that is by one of your biggest fans, the Supernatural Bear, who's 10 mm-hmm. going on 40. And if you listen to episode 102 that we had with uh, Moni Vargas during the Supernatural Bear Corner, he does a full-blown raving review um, of one of your graphic novels. Yeah, no, I did listen to that one. No, I appreciate it that that he likes it and he he read it. Um, no, uh, Yeah, the inspiration to get into that was actually... Um, I'm just I'm just kind of nerdy. I like the all the Marvel movies and 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 all that stuff. Uh, TV shows. I, you know, I grew up on Power Rangers and X Men and all this stuff. So, like, I don't know. It was in that time where I'm starting to draw, and I was like, "There's no like Mexicans. There's no brown people on screen, and there's no like even like the mythologies aren't representing. They got Thor from Norse mythology. They got." Um, you know, Hercules is, is part of the both universes, um, you know, Shazam and, and Wonder Woman, they come from Greek and Roman mythology, like right. backgrounds and, and, and a lot of stuff out there. And it's just like, they don't explore the types of mythologies that are in the Americas um, and specifically the Mesoamerican, um, Mexican and Central and so on um, culture. So I was just like, I I I didn't grow up reading comics, but I knew that making a movie is would be very hard, or selling a script would be even harder. And and I was like, so what's a what's a way that I can kind of like translate my artistic you know abilities to a storytelling like media that with superpowers and stuff like that? And obviously, the comic was like right there. Obviously, uh, Marvel and all of them started in comics as a little you know a little comic book shop. So so for me it was like all right this is a way to to uh to tell that story those kind of stories and start learning myself how to make a comic you know so if you if you read the first issue the the quality is much different than the fifth issue and and so you could you could kind of document the progress that i've made as an artist in those five issues in that time and uh, I haven't made one in, uh, since the f- the fifth one, but my next one is going to be like a big jump from that. Right. Next level. Because I have been watching you. Uh, like I said, I you know, I get your newsletter and I follow you on everything and especially the TikTok, the TikTok. And I, was, I just was like, damn, I see the progression because it's just practice, right? It's just like you don't know what you don't know until you do it. And you're doing it. You're doing it by action. You're not waiting to be like, 
I'm not going to put anything out until it's at a level that I want it to be. And I, and we need more of that, you know, especially artists and creatives of color, you know, for, for the supernatural bear to see someone that is, you know, he just knew you as Latino to know you're Mexican um, doing this and, and telling these types of stories is, is crucial. You know, he, he's growing up in a, in a time and I, t- I try to remind him, you know, to, to understand how fortunate he is. I was like, when I took him to see um, Black Panther, I was like crying. I was like, we don't grow up with this. You, you're coming out the bat with this. Like, look at these comments. Like, look at these, you know, and, and it, it's, it's changing. And, you know, uh, I don't know when this is going to drop before or after Blue Beetle with, which, with Cholo. And I mean, I mean, we know it, like we know him and, and we want to support him with the, the writer strike and the, you know, and the, and the actor strike that just happened today as, as today of day recording July 14th. You know, it's just like, how fuck, this is so crazy, <laughs> you know, to have this type of representation. It's other times, but to show and be vulnerable and show the the evolution is, it's such a gift, Josh. So I just want to say thank you so much for for doing what you do and for, for showing that. So um, let's get into the question. Oh, no, let's get into the not so rapid fire questions. The AKA slow as hell questions. Josh, are you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> what are three words to describe yourself? Three words. Oof. You know, and I knew and I knew this was coming up. I didn't even think of other uh, things to <laughs> Okay, so three words is um uh creative. Right. Um a little chaotic. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think a good lot to of know. good to know. Yeah, there's a lot of what I do is kind of like, all right, here's all this chaotic energy. How can I pull it together and put it in that direction? Um <laughs> uh, and um I want to say I I want to say uh like okay. I'm either going to go with one word or another one. And this is the chaos coming out right now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to say, uh, uh, loving, I, I love yeah. the, I love, you know, being a human as much as like, as, as imperfect as we are. And as, uh, as much as we're destroying the earth around us, I, I like doing it. And, I, you know, I love my girlfriend. I love my dogs. I love art. I love the process. I love, uh, you know, other humans, you know, like you and any anyone else that I can get some, you know, get that energy feedback from. And it's just like, it's all love. I love that. Powerful, powerful words. So next one, what's the best piece of advice you've received? The best piece of advice I have received. Hmm. Well, I think that, that it's the, the piece, the best piece of advice that I, <laughs> that I've received is like, don't listen to all advice, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the, the older you get, the more you realize you, I I can't give much advice to anyone about much of anything. I could give them my viewpoint and my experience, but I also know that they, they have a totally different path. And if they do something totally different, it could work out much better, you know? Right. No, that makes sense. That's hilarious. Um, okay. Final, final question. What is your go-to song to get you hyped? This one I did prepare for. And I, except for I didn't go back and look at all the songs. because I wanted to pick something that wasn't on there, but I imagine maybe this one hasn't been. And this one lately has been really hyped me up because I've been, trying to get back into running and like uh so i need some fast paced music to get me get me going on the treadmill or out on the road and this one really gets me going and it's uh um uh what is it the black parade by uh um it's one of those emo bands back in the day my chemical romance yeah there you yeah. go <laughs> Yeah. No, I think you're correct. I I don't think we have My Chemical Romance on there. 
Yeah, I wanted to switch it up because I I love you know I, I'm a big hip hop head and I love a whole lot of different types of music, but this one came on my radar and I was like, oh oh, I forgot about this song, and now it's been it, lately it's been on my pumping up song. Great song. I'm going to add it to the Word to Your Mama guest hype song list, whatever it's called. I always fuck it up every single time. <laughs> and it'll be on there and it'll be up to the top when we listen to this. It's up to four hours now. And is it? it's interesting that you also mention that because Homeboy and the Umbrella Academy, it makes sense. The comics, the whole situation, oh, right? right? Yeah, he yeah he did write com- write and draw comics, right? The, the yeah, the and it singer. turned into a, a you know a very popular, which I loved uh, the first season at least that I watched yeah. of the Umbrella Academy, like super talented. So yeah. it makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we make it so much money, damn. <laughs> right, so much money, and I wonder if they're going to be because I'm going to this is recorded right the week before we go to comic-con so i'm going to comic-con Are you oh going to Comic-Con? nice no. no you're in guatemala you're not coming yeah. all the way to Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah what am i saying what am i saying well so before we leave i just want to say muchisimas gracias it was it has been a pleasure meeting you i'm going to repost the amazing drawing that you did of of the supernatural bear and I, me as a, as a wolf and the supernatural bear as a bear, and I want everyone to follow you, hire you, um, get you know, uh, buy, purchase the the comics, and what do you you know? How can people reach you? I'll have it in the show notes. But how can people reach you? And is there anything that you want people to know? Any projects or anything like that? Um. Yeah. I mean, the best way I think to reach me right now is like Instagram, Josh Loera dot art. Josh Loera, uh, Loera is spelled L O E R A. Um. Dot art. Josh Loera dot art. And that's my. That's where my link is. You can click my link to my portfolio site. Um. You know, I'm not selling too much right now. Um. I'm more. I mean, besides, you know, some freelance. I could do some freelance work right now a little right. bit. I have some. Um some space in my schedule for that but you know it's also not like it's also i think people it's don't be afraid to pivot i think that's what, as far as like if i'm going to promote Same. something I don't be afraid, afraid to pivot because i've actually had to pivot away from my comic lately and i'm and i'm going to go back to it i just it's just it's just i'm so you know involved in this pivot that um that I don't have time for it, but um, you know, it's not a failure. It's not a, oh. it's, it's figuring it out and changing direction and just keep moving. I love that. Josh, I'm so happy that we finally got to do this and thank you so much for all the support that you've ever shown this. Um, it, it's, People like you that are part of this amazing community and are now part of my tribe. And before we leave, I will say the only thing I know about Guatemala is Chiquimulas. Chiquimulas. <laughs> I think it's a town or something like that. Because okay. uh, uh, one of the Supernatural Bears, Theo, shout out to Joe Blanco. He's Mexican, half Mexican and half Guatemalteco. So oh, um, we always make always make fun of our like, oh, every time anyone says uh, Guatemala, we're like, Chiquimulas? It's a town. <laughs> um, so. I don't even know if it exists or what's what, what it is, but uh, I sure just wanted to toss that in there. <laughs> but thank you so much. I totally appreciate you. And whenever you want to come back on, let me know. Let's do it again. Of course. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate this platform and it's it's very valuable. Thank you. And now introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear Burp. Hello everyone, I'm the Supernatural Bear, and um, today on Supernatural Bear Corner, we're going to be doing two things. Number one, I would like to um, announce, I guess, I'm 10 years old now, or something. Yeah, it's not much, just, what is it, a tenth of a century? Not much. Anyway, moving on to the actually important thing for the SMB Corner today, um, is the Nahuali books. Um, so this is a book series. It's called Nahuali Kids, an origin story. And it is by Josh Loera. And um, shout out, shout out, very 
big shout out. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Um, this is issue five that I'm currently reviewing. I will say um, in a quick summary, so that way my mom doesn't cut all of this out. Um, it's an amazing book. I recommend you read it. The illustrations, um, the writing quality, because writing is... I hate it, but it's. I know it's important um, to make a great story. And also, the absolute awesomeness of... Res- representation uh the representation here is ah it's awesome uh because representation matters it it really does matter and for this is issue five again and this is an amazing book great illustration great representation of the black and brown community and also great illustration and i would also say to more tiny things if you have the book which i'm not quite sure if this is a production sample or not um so if you have the book you'll see at the very end after the story you'll probably see two things that could possibly catch your eye number one of those being spider miles (laughs) spider miles sorry king miles King Miles. Wow. It is that that is legendary. That's some legendary stuff right there. Why is that not official? Why? Why? And also if you check um on a slightly different page after the story is done, you'll see an illustration of my mom and I. Hey. And somehow I don't I don't know how but some somehow he predicted that I wear a blue t-shirt, a red hoodie, dark blue pants. How? Just how? I wear that so often. That's awesome and my mom's wearing her word to your mama t-shirt or I I think it was word to your mama. Yeah. And we both have all of those clothes in real life so it's awesome to see us depicted as animals. And overall, this is just ah, amazing. This thank you so much, uh, Mr. Josh. And I'll see you guys in the next SMB corner. Stay safe, guys. Do should we do? Yeah, there you have it, folks. Episode 146 with the Josh Loera. Muchisima gracias, Josh, for all the support for being super patient with this finally coming out since we recorded it back in July for, you know, being the representation that we need and showing all the different sides of us. I mean, I think it's super, super important so that, you know, the younger generations can see like, yo, we could start off this way and we could change our mind at any point, at any point. The nonlinear career path is real and a lot of us have experienced it and a lot of us are thinking about making that move at different parts of our life, you know, and it's a little bit scary or it could be hella scary, but it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. And for me, I think it's because I lost my mom at such a young age that I knew time was of the essence and I had to just, just do it. And there's still moments now where I'm like, new things right I'm into new things it's like do I well no let's do it (laughs) I I got the little supernatural bear well not so little anymore but yeah and then the supernatural bear corner that's when he was 10 he's 11 now guys but his voice is completely different the other day at the teen center uh at the library he was talking to a senior it was like a steam event and (laughs) And the, the senior was like, wait, how old are you? Like, what grade are you in? He's like, oh, I'm in six. He's like, what? He's like, but how old are you? He's like, I just turned 11. Homeboy was like, what? I thought you were 14. Yeah. Same. And he just had a growth spurt, guys. And he is almost as tall as me. We wear the same shoe size. It's freaking me out. It's happening too fast. I thought I had a couple more years. But here we are. So, Yes. Go support Josh in all the ways 
I mean, like I said in the episode, to see his progression, to see the evolution, to see the dedication is amazing. So again, Muchis Megadas to everyone listening and supporting this podcast. You know the free way to support is you tell your folks, you tell your peeps, you tell your friends. Another free way to support is to leave us reviews. So the more people, when they're on the different platforms, can find us. Also, uh, you know, holiday gifting season is upon us. So check out our online store. If you check out the show notes i believe it's discount code wtym you get 10 percent discount i'm going to be adding or by the time you listen to this hopefully there should be some new stevie wonder illustration enamel pins up in there and i'm still looking for a decent vendor for the t-shirts the i am my ancestors vengeance t-shirts you know i might have to do trial and error and, and, you know, the one that I got recently worked out for the women's sizes, but it didn't work out for the kids' sizes because I definitely want to have some kid sizes on there. So I'm still searching. We'll see what happens. Bear with me. You know, I'm not trying to have a big inventory of stuff, so I have to go through, you know, second, third-party type of stuff. And, uh, yes, I also wanted to say that it's very important to remember These are some crazy times I have to, for myself personally, I want to do what I can and also take care of myself so that I can be there for my family and try to help others in whatever way I can being so far away. And I have to remember, and I hope that we all remember that we're not free until everyone is free. And I want to make sure that I am on the right side of history and I don't want to support and be silent with my silence, support genocide and ethnic cleansing. And it's been tough times. I know I've been having discussions with my people in my tribe and we're all feeling it and sleep hasn't been good. But I'm trying to start the revolution in my home, continue the revolution in my home by taking care of myself and informing the supernatural bear and doing stuff that brings us joy but still being aware of what's happening, if that makes sense, like a balance. So let's remember, we can't be free until all of us are free. And as always, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritzy P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. If you want to know more, you want to email us, you want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyourmama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzyBarrowWinkle.com. Make sure to follow Word to Your Mama on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcasts, or download the Latina Podcasters Network app.